amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Do The Work Podcast. My name is Sabrina Zohar, and I am your host. Here we are for another amazing episode. I know you guys got that bonus episode this week, and I'd love to hear if you guys enjoyed it, because I'm hoping in 2024 to give you so many more. So super excited. Thank you guys for everything. Thank you for everyone who has rated the show. If you haven't already, please leave a five-star review or rate it on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, wherever you're listening to this. It takes you about 10 seconds to just press the three buttons, leave a five-star, and that's it. And that's all I'm asking for. And don't forget to follow along to the Work Podcast on Instagram so that you can be part of the questions that we ask on the podcast, which included questions I asked today. Because on today's episode, we have the amazing Eli Vasquez. He is fucking awesome he's a dating coach and he's just a badass he was somebody that went from like super avoidant fuck boy emotionally unavailable to securely attached and today I dove in I debunked myths like if he wanted to he would sleeping together will ruin things quick is you know somebody being busy versus disinterested can you ever change a man's mind like we talk about all the question you babes write in about and I wanted to get you a male perspective so I'm so excited I'm so amped for you guys to hear this episode as always if you ever need me link in show notes is where you can find you can ask me a question for the next time being you can book a one-on-one that's not going to stay around forever but for now it will or dating app audits whatever it is that you guys need link in show notes and same with Eli in case you want to work with him so let's get right on into it and I'm just so amped for this episode and I hope you guys love it as much as I do This episode is brought to you by Software. That's right. That's my clothing company, babes. I started Software after my mom got sick. She went to the doctor with a headache and they found six brain aneurysms that corroded the top half of her vessel. And I almost lost my mom in 2017. And I started the company the day after her successful surgery because I wanted to give back. I wanted to do something I cared about. I created a fabric that was nothing like the market had. It's cozy. It's comfortable. It's sustainably made. It's made right here in the United States. We fucking support local all the way. And it literally feels like you're wearing a cloud. And as a thank you to to all of you guys who support, you get 20% off your first order if you use the code do the work. So if you go to wearsoftware.com, link will be in the show notes, don't worry, W-E-A-R, soft, W-E-A-R.com, and you use the code do the work, you get 20% off your first purchase. And I am just so excited for you guys to get, get oh, so cozy with me and match in a beautiful software set. Hi, Eli. Hi. Hi, Sabrina. I- so excited to have you on. I am so stoked because I, first off, when I first found you, instantly fell in love with how candid you are and how honest you are and how real you are about things that you've been through, all of that shit. 
But I think what I'd love as we fucking just dive right on in is can you tell our audience who doesn't know about you, which the one thing I love is the people that I asked. I got so many messages of like, I love him. I was like, yeah. Oh, yes. Can you just give us a little understanding of your background, how the fuck you got to where you are and where you were to where you are now? Ooh, uh, first off, Sabrina, thank you for having me. Uh, I literally manifested this moment because I was such a huge fan of Sabrina. She was in these streets telling it like it is, giving me motivation to tell it like it is. And I was like, I love it. And I was like, I need her on my show. So you're on my show and I'm on your show. And now we're besties. It's amazing. So, uh, yes, um, I, I always start with this. It's, you know, what really motivated me was my distractions were like, like, the pain of my distractions were outweighing the distraction itself. Like I needed to make a change. So like, I'll start with like, I'm from Southside Chicago, oldest of 10 siblings. I grew up in the hood. I didn't know nothing about mental health or, or proper, you know, thinking for your therapy or feelings or all that. So I'm in the personal development space. I am a personal development coach. I do focus on love dating, but how to be your best damn self and how the, the dysfunction of dating is usually a symptom of yourself. So when I first started growing up, I didn't know about any of this stuff. I grew up with everything not to do when it comes to men and it comes to dating and it comes to relationships. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I, I, my parents were teenagers. They were 17 years old and they had me. So it was a hot ass mess that I grew up with watching. So um, that kind of, kind of led into me in my early adulthood and me kind of struggling with mental health and me struggling with my own personal wellness. And, uh, and in turn, I was being ratchet and dating. I wasn't loving myself. I was seeking external validation. And, and finally I hit, I hit a wall where like, not only that, I, I was bogged down in debt. I didn't love myself. I felt like a failure. I was in a job that I didn't appreciate. I was, I was in a, a, um, a living situation that was awful. I drank every day. It was awful. So I finally hit that low point where I know I needed to make a change. I suffered from a panic attack. I dropped to the ground in that bathroom floor and that's what changed everything. And I slowly had to learn these things. And so I started documenting my mental health journey because I was an influencer at BuzzFeed at the time. I'm an internet dinosaur, by the way. So if you go on BuzzFeed, Eli, you'll see me eat weird shit or like go work out in, in a prison or learn cheerleading or stuff like that. Yeah, so many things I've done. But I was like, everyone was like, what's your thing? Because I wasn't posting. And I was like, I'm in love with this stuff. I'm in love with this mental health journey. I'm in love with all of it. And uh, and someone said, yo, there's not a lot of people that look like you that's in this space. What are you going to do about it? So I was like, well, this is what I love. I'm going to go all in. And someone said, you should, a friend of mine said, you should call this self-hype because it's different. It's this, it's in your face. It's Southside Chicago, it's all that. So uh, I started my coaching program in 2019, not really knowing what it was, just like the no BS approach of just what worked for me. And then I joined TikTok and then I posted one freaking video of why guys don't like you because I had tons of women. I have a lot of female friends and I give them a lot of advice. So, and they were all like, does he like me? Does he like me? Does he like me? And I finally like ranted on TikTok. This is why he don't like you enough. And it blew up 1.5 million overnight. And I just started responding to people. And I was seeing there is a lot of lack of self-love and self-worth and insecurity and giving men all this power. So I tell people, I'll tell you why he ghosted. I'll tell you why he cheated. But if you don't know why you enabled that behavior to begin with, you are meant to be with someone like him. So ever since, I've just been posting content and everything else, doing my coaching and focusing on healing and personal wellness in this space. So it's been pretty sweet. I fucking love that. We have a very similar experience of like, all right, we went through our own journey. And I know that at least for me, it's like, you know, listen, there are some people that'll try to cry and say like, well, you don't know. And it's like, that's fine. But 
I don't need to go to a trauma specialist just because they experience trauma, right? It's like they can yeah. help in different ways. But sometimes when it comes to dating, especially like I knew for me, I don't know about you, as my being anxious, which I'm, that's going to be my next question. Uh, I'd like to know where you <laughs> fall. But with my anxious attachment style personally, I always felt I was alone. You know, I thought I was mm-hmm. fucking insane. I thought I was crazy because like, you know, I would tell my friends stuff and all they would ever do is like, I have to remember too, now in hindsight, when I think about certain friends that I asked advice, especially guys, they were coming from someone super avoidant. So of course they were going, whoa, dude, all right, yo, you need to chill. It's too much, blah, blah. Yeah. But never did anybody stop and say, hey man, you know, this isn't, it's not just you, right? Like you're not a snowflake. Um, it's not just the only experience. So I really love that you and I are coming from a personal experience, but also understanding psychology and things like that. So I'm fucking amped. Yeah. Now, my question to you, I have so many, but let's start. Where did you, I know you were saying you were a hot mess. You were fucking ruining those streets. Yeah. Where did you fall? Dismissive or disorganized, anxious, avoidant. What were you feeling most often when you were dating? Yeah. So I, I it's funny because I, I was so focused on personal development during that era of me making that shift where I was learning love languages and I was, you know, diving into that, but I didn't really dive into attachment styles. And that was something I found out later while I was in a relationship and she was like, we should do this. I was like, great. Yeah, let's do it. I'm always open to this type of stuff. And she's like, well, I'm anxious, but it's like, I'm anxious, secure. And I was like, oh, that's great. That makes sense. You know, you got it together. And I did mine. I'm like, oh, I'm disorganized, which is like the worst one, which is like, it's anxious and avoidant, which makes so much sense. But I would say I'm more avoidant than anxious. Um, so I just like shut down. And I need to run away to feel safe. And, and here's the other thing, too, when it comes to attachment styles, because I see on, we're we're both in TikTok and all that. Everyone, I see a lot of ladies like he's avoidant. He, that's yeah. toxic. Just avoidance, a red flag. I'm like, it's not a red flag. You could say anxiousness is a red flag, but it's all about have you processed it? Are, and are you mature in your attachment style? Can you verbalize that attachment style to your partner? Can you share that? And that goes both ways. So I had to do the work for myself in that of yeah. like, okay, this is who I am. This is my process, but I acknowledge this is your process. So I'm going to give you a little bit to make you feel safe, but I kind of just need this little bit and let's kind of create a culture together. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah. It's wild because it's like, I don't know. And even the author, I don't know if you read the book Attached, even Amir Uh, Levine, who wrote the book, said I was far too harsh on avoidance because mm -hmm. the way that the book, because I think the mainstream where people learn about this is such a villainization, if that's even a fucking word. It's such a villainizing Mm -hmm. of the avoidant as if, well, because I'm anxious, well, I express myself. So there's nothing wrong with me. It's Mm -hmm. you that's the problem. Without understanding anxious folks are also avoidant and avoidant folks are also anxious mm-hmm. and that if you're emotionally unavailable if you're somebody anxious and you're constantly going after avoidance or people that aren't giving you what you want guess what babes so are you you're avoiding doing the work on yourself to start addressing what's coming up for you but i wanted to, i was curious when you were kind of rolling through when you were dating and you were doing all this yeah. were you cognizant like could you feel <laughs> Like something's up or were you just kind of like, this is uncomfortable. I have to bolt. Like, I'd love to get a uh-huh. little bit more in the mind of a man who was yeah. like, hate to say it, but kind of a fuckboy. boy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I will say it. I was a fuckboy. boy. I was like, there's so there's various degrees of this. And, yeah. and and I have my moral value of fuckboyery. I would like to say, like, I was, you know, on, on the first level of the seven levels of hell in terms of fuckboyery, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, I hollered. Yeah, I wasted your time a little bit. Yeah, I was I was just trying to seek validation. Yeah, you know, maybe I ghosted here and there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like, I think avoidant, it's, it's easy to kind of create a narrative in terms of a man and avoidant because you just look at kind of 
the way we're conditioned. So I always say it's like, I hear women say, oh, well, he doesn't want to open up and he doesn't want to be emotional. He doesn't want to share his feelings and he doesn't want to do all that. I'm like, I get it. I understand you, but let's call it what it is. Us as a society hasn't caught up with this new era of men being open and emotional. Like I grew up in the 90s. Like everything I watched was professional wrestling, Stone Cold Steve Austin whooping ass, Han Solo whooping ass, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles whooping ass. Someone was whooping ass. So I, that was what I was conditioned. I am going to conquer. I am going to uh, get the girl. I'm going to be that cool guy. And then you got to think like your toys were babies in like kitchen sets. Mine were Nerf guns. So and I was going back and forth with other boys. So, you know, it just this is how we grow and this is how we build. And this is and our dads are not helpful either. When we have the talk, it's not about, well, this is how the emotions are. No, it's just physical. So it's like we bring all this into our adulthood. And then we're like, I want emotions from you. And I'm like, I don't know how to deal with it. I literally don't have experience. I don't have experience dealing with it. I didn't have to nurture. I didn't have to care for anything. I was trying to conquer. I was trying to go in sports. I was trying to do this. I was trying to do that. So like, and if you add that avoidantness to it, it's not something like I'm trying to do this to hurt you. It's just like, this is the only thing I can do to feel safe. And I think that's something to remember too. You may see this guy as a big six foot two with a good hairline and all that. And he has a chest tattoo, but he's scared because this is a vulnerable space too. So he was, that's like his safety. This is where I feel safe, even though, but again, are you being intentional and healthy with that safety? Are you verbalizing that and letting them in? So that's the, kind of the difference. Oh, 100%. I mean, listen, my partner, I'm like by on by, by textbook, I'm significantly more anxious and he's like super avoidant. And yeah. But when we first met, he had already, he'd done so much work on himself yeah. and all of that. He was able to articulate, hey, I need some space or hey, I don't yeah. want to see you tonight. I'm sorry, but like, I need to get my work done. And instead of me... I'm like, why? <laughs> Taking it personally of like, there's something wrong with me. What I had to learn, which, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, as somebody yeah. received it was respecting somebody when they say, hey, I need the space. Because oh yes. I think there's a difference between like, listen, you and I have seen this in our, in our line of work. The dudes that are just intentionally putting space in, of, I'm so busy. Let's get a fucking clarify. Let me ask you, do you agree with this? There's nobody busier than someone that's not interested in you? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Everybody is going to be as busy as I know I am super busy when I just don't want to see that person. And right. it's not about why can't they just tell me? It's like, because some people don't want to be mean. Some people don't want to be harsh. Some people don't want to say it. Exactly. But with the, I'm curious because I know when I asked tech guy this, like he always, you know, he tells me the truth. When you had women while you were dating, because I think this is now we finally get to like yeah. lift the veil. 
the girls that you did you okay couple of questions one could you sense a woman's anxiety when you were dating her oh yeah okay thank you that, oh yeah yeah yeah. we all yeah. think we're good at hiding it no not okay. at all not at all we, we that's the thing like i think there's this narrative that we think dudes are dumb it's like even in my most fuck boriery, I knew what I was doing. I knew how it was going to make you feel. I knew it was going to make you anxious. I knew all those things. And I did it anyway because I didn't give a damn. Or if I was in a relationship, I could tell you were a little anxious or whatever. I'm able to read it and talk about it. But the worst thing you could do is, is me bring it up and you say, nothing. What's wrong? I feel like you're upset. Nothing. No, I'm fine. I'm like, you clearly seem upset. No, no, I'm good. Okay, well, I think we're good then. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to turn on the Xbox. Wow, really, though? And I'm like, what the hell do you want me to do? I'm like, if a man is emotionally regular and he did the work and he's regulated and all that and he wants to have that conversation, you got to be able to oh, kind of open up a little bit, you know, because he's giving you that avenue. But that's where the kind of that trust comes in. But the worst thing you can do is be like, I'm fine. And I'm like, oh, she's upset. Fuck. <laughs> And then you're thinking, what did I do wrong? Did I do the dishes yesterday? Right. Fuck, why did she get upset? You know, it's like, it's like, cause yeah, no, we could read it. We could read it. Then you have to go into mind reading mode of like, all yeah. right, I'm shooting for a target in the dark right now. I have to hope I'm going to get the bullseye and figure out why she's upset instead of, you know what? Yeah. I don't love that you didn't do this because it's like, I'm a big fan. But you know what? This goes back to what you had said earlier. You yeah. were never taught. You were taught the typical toxic masculinity. I see it with my brother. I see it with all my friends. Yeah. This, no, I have to be the man. I have to be the man of the house. I have to be the man. And it's like, now we're in a time where it's like, men don't fucking know. Half of men don't even know how the fuck to act. They're like, do I call him? <laughs> do I not? Do I put a move? Do I not? Exactly. So much confusion. And the women are getting upset. Well, he, but he didn't do this. It's like, no one's really communicating. But- Wow, I just went on a rant and I was like, what was this? <laughs> well, dude, you went, you you you're hitting on something that is 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 so important to talk about is like what is the new normal? We're what? constantly figuring out the new normal. And I don't think there really is a new normal. Like you have yeah. to be honest with what the fuck you want and who you are and what you want to say and what that all that. But people are so scared to to be honest. Someone's yeah. like, "So, I'm going to be perfect. Pick me, pick me." Oh, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Until you guys are in the relationship and you feel safe and then you open up to who you really are and then you realize you just butt heads and you don't even get along. So it's like, that's the thing is like, you got to be okay. You feel anxious, share how you feel, not in a, like my way or the highway, but like, hey, this would really mean a lot to me if you did X, Y, Z. Or, you know what? I am anxious just because this, this, this and that. It is vulnerable. It is scary, but you have to trust that person. If they reject you and they do it over and over and over again, then you ask yourself, is this sustainable? Do I even want to be with this person? But you don't know that until you even share and open up. So it's like, that's kind of like, because I'm like, I love that you said that because I'm like, I do this all. I, I asked, I'm actually curious about your opinion on this. So because of like, she, he, he didn't do this, he didn't do that. In terms of the first kiss, and I had a full table of women all ages, and I asked, you know, is it okay for a guy to ask for the first kiss or just go for it? Literally split down the middle. And it's like, what the hell do we even do in this era? And we're so gun shy now. So I just ask out of default. And even though people are like, eh, well, if you're that turns me off. And I'm like, well, that's kind of my normal. So if you don't like that and you really that you must really not like me if that's the deal breaker, you know, so that's OK then. Um, but just curiosity, wh wh where do you fall into that line? For me, I'm listen, I think if a guy asks me, I'll respect it. But I would prefer just a guy to go in for it. But on that same token, I think for me, I want the man to be able to understand and read body language and the room. It's like if I'm standing there staring at you, biting my lip while we're standing by my front door. I want you to kiss me. I'm sitting there doing the, 
uh-huh, staring at your fucking mouth over and over and just being like, God, when is this guy going to kiss me? Versus when you're, you know, if somebody's like, okay, well, thanks so much. And it's like, I don't want some dude to just try to grab me and kiss me. So yeah. I definitely think it's about like understanding. And if somebody's hard to read, of course, asking for consent, because it's like, yeah. then you hear, especially being a man, it's like, anybody could say anything. He touched me yeah. inappropriately. And it's like, no, 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 no. But now I remember what we were talking about before okay. that I thought was so great was to your point, like you had said, and this kind of recaps everything you were just saying, you were never taught. Same with yeah. for people, I think for so many women now, they were never taught how to be vulnerable. They were never taught that boundaries were safe. I grew yeah. up personally in a home. My father's like textbook narcissist and my mom was a people pleaser. So what did I always see? If you have a boundary or you have a need, you get hurt. You get shut down. You get hit. He walks out on you. So mm. my first exploration into love was what my father showed me. And then my brother was like sent off to a drug program and I didn't see him for five years. So I had no mm -hmm. older brother and I had, my mom was not there. My sister wasn't there. I had to kind of raise myself. And then as an adult, yeah, it took me a while to be able to be like, no, my needs matter. I validate myself and I'm going to express myself to you. If that causes you to run, thank God I said something. Because like you said, if that's the deal breaker, me just expressing myself, yeah, then it's just not a fucking sustainable relationship here. Totally. To oh my God. hundred percent. I, I, I want to hit on that, but I, I want to, I, I love that we have this going on freaking hype. I'm like, yeah, I got, uh, so, okay. For, for, if the, for my guy listeners, you add pizzazz to the ask. There's one thing to be like, uh, excuse me, miss. Can I have a kiss? I ain't doing that. I'm like, listen, I had a great night and yeah. you are looking beautiful right now. I would love to give you a kiss. Okay, and that I would work. Like, grab for me. your hand. And then that I'm would like, work. You have Riz, you have power. And if she says no, I'm like, okay, I'll see you. I'll see you next time or whatever. I just want to hit on that. I just want to hit on that because it for, comes. For it's coming from confidence. You can see the confidence. way you're entering it is confidently exactly. of like, you look beautiful, and I'd love to give you a kiss. Versus, oh, it's okay if I touch you. It's like, <laughs> what the? So I think it's just it's the confidence of entering exactly. in with. If a girl said no to you, you'd be like, okay, no worries, I totally get it. Instead of exactly, well, what the fuck. Exactly. Exactly. So I just had a hit on that. No, I, I, I was just that, that that was a lesson for everybody in, in the room right there. So so and then, but I love that we're talking about this because it really gets to the core fact of like you. I love that you brought up your history and what you grew up seeing, because um, I think that's like we're so I, I really think we're, a lot of people struggle with the love that they're used to. They end up dating people with what feels familiar, you know, the love that they're used to, the love that they feel they deserve, because that's the love from their father or a parent or whatever. And that ends up trickling down. And and I started, um, you know, really, really, uh, and, and it could affect you in so many different ways. I mean, I think, you know, there, there's something beautiful. I forgot who said it, but it's like so many people are, are looking for love with their arms like closed, with their hands closed. And you need to do it with your arms open. But that that's really scary. And, and, and but that's where it kind of takes to that work on yourself and to break those chains and to, to be self-aware. You got to take different actions. So it's like, I, I, I love him. He, he's. He, yes, Eli, he, he's a painter and he has bad credit and he has four baby mamas and all that. But I feel like it's going to be different. Baby girl, this is like your ex and your ex ex. And literally, like, we have to shift. We have to do something different again. So but everyone comes with that. And on the men's side, too, it's the same thing. Like you said, if like your your brother probably had a rough go of it, of him figuring himself out and him discovering oh. himself and him doing all that. And a lot of men do, too, where it's like. These women, it's nothing personal. I'm just going through my shit. I don't know what I want. I'm struggling with what I need to build. I'm struggling with what, I, what my boundaries are. I'm struggling. Like, I'm going through my own process, but the only difference is I'm a man. Yeah. And I take action. 
and I'm and you look cute in that, you know, booty shorts at the gym while you're doing squats. So I'm gonna holler at you. But I'm unhealed and I'm dealing with my stuff. So if I am ghosting, if I am doing those things, it's me still not realizing the things I have to change to shift for myself. So it's like I I, t- I want to say that for the people listening, for the ladies are like, he it's because I suck. That's why he ghosted me. It's because I suck, because it's it more often than not, it's his issues. Cause he made he could have made the choice to be mature and say, listen, I'm not interested. But he did this immature action, right? So that's why I want to hit on too. No, and it, which is actually was going to lead me because I was going to ask you about like some of these fucking like bumper sticker sayings that I'm just so tired of. It's kind of like the if he wanted to, he would nonsense of like, so you just think it's all about want. You really think it's just that much of a subdermal fucking super surface that it's yeah. just, oh, well, you know, hey, I don't want to, I want to be a millionaire. Well, you must not want it bad enough, Sabrina. It's like, that's, I think, coming to my next thing. Like, yes, I understand sometimes rejection can be personal. I understand yeah. that we've all gone on a date with someone when you're like, they smelled or God, their conversation was so boring. And it's like, listen, that's someone's personality mm-hmm. But more often than not ghosting or the, they come on really strong and then they fizzle quick in your opinion. Obviously we can't speak for all fucking men, but for yeah. what you've experienced and what, you know, is that personal? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like when there's an immature action, I, I th- that could be a mature one. I wouldn't take that personally because yeah, I'm know. like, I think that's the real big, big thing is that I, and I always try to re- remind women, too, of like, well, he immediately started dating someone else or he's out in the club or he's, you know, whatever, post breakup or whatever, or like the ghosting or fizzling out or whatever. I'm like, you know, there and even like, you know, uh, people get lost in the gray zone of like this guy's kind of breadcrumbing you and yada, 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 you know, and it's like, is it because I'm not good enough? It's because I suck. It's because, you know, you're taking it. You're putting your ego in it so much where it's like he has the choice. He is an adult. Again, even when my in my fuck boyery, I knew what I was doing, but I was too uh, uh, afraid to make the hard decisions, the respectful decisions, because I didn't have respect for myself. So and that was just a court. My actions or inactions were correlation of the respect I have for myself. And and you got to think like. Like there's there, there's an immature way to go about trying to get some ass and there's a mature way to go about to get some ass. And more often than not, men do the immature way because they feel insecure. And what is that? Oh, I'm mean, you're so amazing. Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, I think I love you. Just to kind of what hook up? Like that's all it is. So you're like gaslighting and lying to this person and wasting their time just to get something so minimal when you could step into your maturity and just say, listen, I think you're beautiful. I'm not in a position to really do that to settle down yet, but I would love to, you know, kick it with you or what have you. If that's not cool with you, all good. And like you may say no. You may be like, oh, no, I'm not ready for that. This guy was trying to blah, blah. And then you go holler at other fuck boys and they're lying to you over and over and over again. And you're single still. And you're like, you know what? He was the least honest. So let me text him and be like, yo, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, you know, and all that. So I think a lot of dudes don't step into that because it's the immature action. So I always say, like, don't take that so personally. And even if even if your breath does stink, brush some teeth, brush your teeth or whatever. Or like if you have a personality they don't like, that's OK. There's someone out there waiting for you. There's so many freaking people out here, but we just hold on with hope and potential for so long. And then we create this negative narrative that all guys suck and blah, 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 blah. So I'm glad we're like hitting on all this to really like demystify it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Because I think at the end of the day, it's like, then your self-worth becomes part of it. Like I knew for me, I would always want to change people. And be like, I remember this one guy who was like a raging fucking narcissist, like textbook. There was nothing. Yeah. This was like, even my friend who was a psychologist hung out, hung out with us. And she was like, this, this guy's fucking tax text 
textbook. Yeah. And I was pining after this guy for years. He had a girlfriend. I didn't care. When he texted me, I felt like on top of the world. I hooked up with mm-hmm. him when they first started dating because in my mind, I was like, I'm going to change him because I couldn't change my father. I couldn't get the love from him mm-hmm. and I couldn't get that. And so I kept going and kept going and kept going. Now, here's my next question. I know, I know the answer to this, but I'd love to hear you say it. <laughs> When, excuse me, when you're not in the headspace for like, so you tell a woman, listen, and I love, I actually really, really love that nitbit of what you said. If it's something that could be handled maturely, that's yeah. when you know it's about them. That's actually like a really beautiful way to to put this. Mm-hmm. But let's say we have, excuse me, let's say we have somebody that is coming into this of like, you know, oh, well, if I just like keep doing this, he's going to fall in love with me and he's going to see how amazing I am. Do people change for other people because of how incredible you are as a human being? Oh, I love that question. Uh, no, um, that's the big no. And, and and that's the issue is that like, again, if you're going, I love the question of how do I keep him interested? How do I keep him interested? Yes. How do I get him to like me? How do I get I'm like, girl, there is so little power in that question. You're giving him all the validation, all yes. the power. You're giving him your price tag and letting him write whatever the hell you want. Baby girl, you got to set the price for yourself so you could deem who is worthy to come to market. Like that is really what it's all about. But by saying, how do I keep him interested? If you got to ask, how do I keep a man interested? He ain't ever going to be. That's just what it is. And they smell that insecurity from a mile away. And guess what? If it's an immature, toxic man, he's going to take advantage of it. He's going to see that insecurity and he's going to exploit it and and then gaslight you and do all that. A mature man will get turned off and not even want to like holler. So it's like, that's the thing. So that's why I always say, step into your truth. Like we got to cut the BS. If you're trying to intentionally date, this is your future father of your child. Okay. Like you're going to get a mortgage with this man. Like, if you, you can't even have like a conversation or even share what your preferences are this early on, like you got to do some work on yourself and know that you matter and that you can. Cause you, I think like you authentic relationships create authentic experiences, but you have to step into your authentic in order to even get that. And I know it's scary. I know it's difficult, but like, you're going to save so much time because of it, because everyone's just like, I want them to like me. I want them to like me. I'm like, you don't even know his last name. He probably oh, has like a side girlfriend. You don't even know. It's been two dates. Relax. So um, I love that, you know, if if he could, he would. Because then that wraps to, into, would. oh, if you wanted to, he would. And then because it wraps into anxiety and then we live around your anxiety. And then, then we that's something we kind of have to address. So yeah. that's that's the big thing. Well, and it's like somebody had asked one of the questions, which I thought kind of we're, as we're talking about this is, you know, if somebody like how, how could somebody want to stay casual knowing that they'll lose me? And I'm like. Okay, here's a reality I think a lot of people need to hear. I'm in my first like truly healthy relationship. Like this has to be the most secure, mind you. What does that also look like? I'm triggered all the time. Like we have really hard conversations. And when I say that, I mean like time sometimes where we're like, hey, you know, is it time for us to break up? Like we have to say those things and then we'll both look and be like, okay, no, like let's talk further. But I think there's this common misconception that like, well, come on, we're just hanging out. We have a great time. Why can't you be in a relationship with me? Why can't you see who I am? It's like, because being in a relationship requires vulnerability, bandwidth, tools. It's a lot. You have to have very hard conversations. You have to be able to put your ego aside. You have to be able to step in. You have to be able to share parts of yourself, be selfless. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of people that want to be selfish and there's nothing wrong. Like you said, if a man comes and says, listen, I am not interested in anything else. I just want something casual. 
I think the moral of the story is, except, especially if a guy is going to say that to your fucking face, potentially knowing that you could say no, why are, why wouldn't you believe him? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. That's true. He's not going to fuck up his odds. Yeah, I'm like, okay, then you leave and that's cool. I know I'm good. I know what I want. I'm not going to lie to you in order to get what I want. And then that's that's just a waste of time. But I love that you demystified the whole... Oh, that's the healthiest relationship I have, ever have thinking, oh, now it's a Disney movie. No, it's a big old pain in the ass. There's this levels to the game of conversations that you need to have. And it's like, I'm, I'm sure you just said that. And there's people being like, oh, oh yeah. Up talk. You guys right. actually say that we never even say that where that's something I'm like, you just cut the BS. Like, is this really what like you need to be like, step into your truth and know you got you in these conversations, but also trust your partner. Like I was, uh, what is it? My, my first therapist was freaking amazing. Oh, chef's kiss. She, t- she, I was so afraid to do therapy because I'm, I'm a freaking dude. I never done it before. I'm like, ah, I'm like, I felt like I built this like stack of cards of life and they're just going to come in and pull that card on the bottom. I was just gonna, all going to fall, but I ended up feeling so empowered and taking like the weight off my shoulders. I was like, here's all my fuck boyery. I feel like a piece of shit. And she was like, I don't care what you did. I care about why you did it. Let's focus on that. And I was like, what? And that's what I was able to focus on. But she was super dope because she was opening up about her relationship because she was like, you know, you know, I, uh, I, I've been married for X amount of decades. He does therapy. I'm a therapist. I do therapy and we have hard conversations. I share. I feel like I'm losing you right now. I see someone I'm attracted to and I'm feeling like I'm, and I don't want to lose you. I feel like, and I blew my mind. I'm like, dude, if I told any of that to my exes, they would throw a shoe at me, you know, and and, and I get it. But it's like there's levels to the game of communication. And there's something beautiful about sharing this thing that is uncomfortable and hard to hear. But seeing that love and fighting for that is massive. So uh, I love that you 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 hit on that and broke that down because it, it is so crucial. And a lot of people aren't ready for that smoke. And, no. and it's good. And it's good to check yourself of like, you know, am I and is the person I'm talking to is because um, a lot of oftentimes you just make excuses for their actions and, and how they are and who they are because you just want them and, and build this kind of fairy tale lifestyle for you. Um, but yeah, that's the big thing. Um, yeah, that's that's I, I love that you said that. Well, it's like it's because you're so, it's like so many people are so focused on the idea of somebody of yeah. like oh, with the potential. And I'm like, OK, here's a harsh reality as well. The I don't believe in like chasing a spark. I don't believe in that. I'm like, because you're just chasing a feeling. You're literally chasing yeah. a specific feeling. What I'm here is to be like, yeah. So, you know, the whole healthy equals boring thing. It's uh-huh. like there's a reason for that because your nervous system is not dysregulated. You know that that per- you feel safe. You know that person's going to show up. You know that that person's going to do that. And if you are somebody that has grown up where people were showing up for you and you were able to receive that, great. Then this yeah. is going to be something that feels 
comfortable for you. If you are somebody like me, I was always used to people leaving me that when I first started dating my partner for a solid month, I came up with every excuse to make this not work. Uh Every reasoning that I couldn't find that I could find, like, I don't like how tight his clothes are. I hate the color of his car. I don't, his hair is too short. And it's like, guess what has been, all of those things are so easy to, and I don't Mm -hmm. mean change as if, oh, I'm trying to change someone, but it's like, if I like your hair a little longer and I tell you that you're going to listen to me because I'm your girlfriend and I know what looks good. And now all of his friends are thanking me for it. But I think like the, the thing to understand is like, even the healthiest, most secure relationships will trigger you. They're going to make you have to look at yourself. They're going to yeah. make you have conversations. Like my partner and I have never, I've never cursed at him. I've never raised my voice at him. When I'm upset, I'm stern. I'm very mm. to the point. I think at the live podcast event, a couple of girls went up to him and they're like, is she really this blunt with you? And he was like, even more so. He was like, ah. it's, he was like, this is, and all my friends, <clears throat> like, people will ask him like, is she really like this? And they're like, <laughs> yes, like this is not an act. Because at the end of the day, I get to rest my head on the pillow knowing my side of the street is cleaned. I took care of, I took accountability. I took ownership inclusive of, hey, I'm keep going after someone that couldn't give me what I want. Wow. So that must mean I'm not actually ready for what it is that I say that I want. Because if I actually were, my actions and my words would start to align a little bit more. And I'm I'm, don't give me the bullshit of like, there's just no one out there. It's like, (laughs) babes, you there's nine billion people, first of all. Second of all, it actually takes a lot less for compatibility than we think it does. But there's always but this is actually so somebody asked a question. And again, I don't love the do men do this. I just but we're going to go for it. Would love your thoughts on do men find it more are men more afraid of commitment than women? I've got thoughts on this. So I'll give mine after yours. I like that question. Are they more afraid of commitment than what I, th- I would say? Yeah. Because, uh, again, I always like to look at like society as a whole, kind of currently how we're living, because I'm like the more often than not, the narrative is like, when will he pop the question? When will he pop the question? When will he pop the question? And it takes and, and it's always like, well, I want to focus on finances. I want to feel a little more stable. I want to kind of like get it together. Like I always say, like, w- like w- women have a certain like clock where men have a financial clock. We, we we know that we're there to provide. We know that we want we see we we have societal pressures just like women do. And the societal pressure of us as a man is to be able to hold it down, be able to support our family, be able to have our finances, be able to do all that. And it's really anxious to be able to dive into this love party that costs, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. And I really don't give a damn about what anyone else thinks about it. Like, I I think like in general, um, you know, in terms of in terms of settling down, settling down, that's a thing. But in terms of commitment in itself. That is an interesting one because I feel like everyone, I think like more so men are on different timelines. Yeah. So it's like everyone thinks like, well, when you find the one, you find the one. Like men don't think that way. Men, yeah. Men's on a timeline. Like I, there is no way I would date women that I used to date back in the day when I was a fuck boy. No way. Because right. I, I didn't even like myself when I was that young. And guess what? They were really young too. So we both grew up and we both changed and the relationship wouldn't even be the same. So it's like, I think there's this fairy tale that I, I hear from a lot of women that like, well, you know, is it the right person? Wrong time. Yeah. You know, will they come back? Like, because there's this ideology of like, well, I'm like tomorrow I might get swept off my feet. I might find the one at the airport. I may, you know, like the, the prin- princess will, you know, come and save the day. Like my rom-com moment of whatever. I go to a small town. And I learn about Christmas and he works at an inn. Like we don't know. Guys don't give a shit about any of that. We yeah. don't give a damn. We just happen to be at the club and like see a girl. I'm like, oh, wow. She actually like is cool. Like, whoa, like that's pretty dope. 
And I'm like, I'm kind of in a position to settle down. I'm kind of over it. And if anything, this person really opens my eyes about that. And yeah, this is awesome. But like, we don't, we're not thinking of like, this is the moment we get swept off our feet. No, it's just like, oh, I'm eating a cheeseburger. And I see you across the talk at the Taco Bell across the food court. And I'm like, wow, she's really hot. Let me go holler at her. I'm like, whoa, she's actually pretty dope. Oh, okay. I'm like, wow, she's actually really cool. Okay. I'm going to take some actions because I don't want anyone else to like put their hands on her because I deem her as like something I could really pursue. And then it kind of snowballs that way. So it's like, I think you got to kind of see the framing of it. And it kind of goes back to what we're talking about is like, you know, you will know if a guy's about it. I always like when, when, when clients come to me and ask questions and when they're really confused, like, but what does he mean? And what is this? And what is that? And what is that? I always got to get down like to the point of like anyone who feels secure with the guy they're hollering at or in their relationship, they don't come to me. They, they don't have to. They don't ask these questions. So I'm like, know that there is a reason why there is this friction. There is this tension. There has been six months and he still hasn't made a move or he still hasn't like settled down. So but this is something you have to address and step into your power about. You have to talk about it. You have to hear what. And I'm not saying we're going to I'm I need to settle down today. It's just as simple as this is where I'm at. This is how I could see this going. I really see a lot of potential in this. How do you feel about it? And just let them answer. Just let them answer. That's and, why and, I'm like, yeah. that's why I'm such a fan of the reveal. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, that's no what problem. I love yeah. doing instead of coming to a guy like here, you tell me what do you like better as somebody yeah. who's now more scared. So, um, Eli, like, what are we? Where are we going? How do you see me fitting into your life? Versus Eli, I've actually like really enjoyed the last month. Things have been awesome. I'd love to not date anybody else and just see you. Yeah. You tell me which one of those sounds like, damn, this girl is coming from confidence mm -hmm. or even confirming a plan instead of, um, I haven't heard from you. Are we still on for tonight? Or, hey, you mm -hmm. know, you don't want to make it like if you can't make it, it's OK versus, hey, so excited to see you tonight. Yeah, I'm like dope. That's what I'm always yeah. saying. Like, like, man, like I'm big on manifestation, but people get it wrong where it's like manifestation is what I want. It's like, no, manifestation is what you are. You get what you are. So if you want emotionally regular person who's able to communicate and be able to share those things to step into their confidence, you have to be that. Exactly. So and guess what? If you do get a guy who's done the work, he is not going to deal with your anxious ass. He's not. He's not. He's not going to be able to play the mind games and do all that and the ups and downs and the chaos and everything else. And like if we're not being able to sit down and have a conversation, that's really disrupting my peace that I worked really hard to build in myself. And you're disrupting that. And it's like you don't have to be perfect, allowed to be a human being. But like we should be able to like trust each other to at least open up and have a connection or at least share how you feel in a confident way. Um, but yeah, there is that difference. And I, I, I want to hit on something else is like I love how you brought up like everyone's like, damn, Sabrina is like that open and honest with her man and like whatever. He's like, that's my baby girl. That's mine right there. You know, she's punching. She's punching a bag of potatoes. But that's my girl right there. You know, but like but that's beautiful that you're able to be your honest self. You don't feel held back or you're holding internal uh, um, anger or resentment or anything. And he's able to be that self safe space for you. And here's the thing that I want to hit on. You're allowed to be who you are. And it's just like, that's how we find our person. Cause like, just cause it works, doesn't mean it works for everybody. Oh. Like, you know, it's like, there's a, everyone th sees me in social media. I'm like, Oh, he's so great. I want to date Eli. But you know what? I'm a big old pain in the ass. You know, you don't know me, you know, it's like, I I'm super driven and I'm super da, 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 and it's really hard to drag my attention elsewhere. Of like, let's what, what, uh, what flowers do you want to put in the kitchen? I don't care. You know, it's like, I'm still a man. I'm still a, like, I still am very much a dude. So it's like, but that's how, you know, you found your person when you can oh, just 100%. see that. So I'm glad, I'm glad you hit on that too. Cause I think it's really important. 
Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, it's true. It's like I had guys like the guy that I dated right before him had tried to say, oh, I don't like your personality and I'm not attracted to you and all this. And I just walked out. I was like, go fuck yourself then. I'm like, why am I here? And instead of holding my, because I looked and I was like, all right, can I own anything here? No, this guy is just fucking creating excuses. He admitted later that it was excuses and he was scary. Yeah. I don't really care. But <laughs> instead of, I used to, I used to leave. I, I remember calling my mom crying. Another person left me and here we go again. I'm going to be alone forever. And trying to always fit into the mold that I thought like, okay, so Eli likes to do all these things. Great. Now I do too. Okay, cool. So now mm-hmm. I'm going to be the cool girl because the cool girl has no needs. We talked about this earlier, the girl that has no needs and she's just super chill and whatever. Oh now oh. it's kind of the cool girl kind of plays as well with the, the games, the chase, yeah. because I think if somebody who is, if somebody's only entertaining you because you're the cool girl who has no needs whatsoever and everything's go with the flow in the same vein of a guy that wants to chase and he only likes you because he's chasing, it shows not only that they're unhealthy, that you are as well, because it shows that it takes two to tango in that game. And for one person to run after the other would also require like this person having to be something that they're not because they only gain validation by chasing you and you only get validation by having somebody chase you. Because then guess what happens? At some point you have to meet. Some point you got to turn around and start matching energy. And then that's why so many people are shocked and floored by, I don't understand. He came on so strong Uh and he was so amazing. And then all of a sudden he left. It's like, well, yeah, because the fantasy was no longer fantasy. It's reality now. That's it. That's it. And be just fucking honest. Like, I I love how you said that because it just triggered me. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like, every, I think like majority of the relationships I've been in, I've dated two women. And it is the woman I first met and the woman I met six months later. And it's a lot of the time it is that like, I like everything. I'm cool with that. Let's watch Star Wars every weekend. That's cool. I'm like, really? Wow, you're really dope. Let's do watch Star Wars every weekend. And then six months later, you're like, I freaking hate Star Wars. I hate that we always watch the movies you want to watch. I actually want to watch this thing. And then there's this built up six months of resentment. And you finally share who you are. And then I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then we get off balance. And I'm like, who is this person? And then we get defensive because we didn't build like a culture of even sharing our differences and kind of understanding each other. It's always like people want to like get married when they discover they both like ice cream. Oh, you like ice cream? I like ice cream. Let's get fucking married, dude. This is awesome. And then you get to the second stage of like, well, I like vanilla. You like chocolate. Well, I want chocolate. You want vanilla. Okay. Butting heads. And then you have to create the culture of like, okay, every other Tuesday we'll get vanilla. Every other Tuesday, we'll go chocolate. If you're really having a really bad day, I freaking love you. Let's get freaking vanilla. That's okay. You're having a bad day. Let's get chocolate. Oh, my God. You got this big celebration. Let's get chocolate all freaking month because I love you so much. And then you kind of build from that. But so many people just like want to go straight to like, we both love ice cream. Let's fucking get married. Let's do it. But I'm like, you have to create that culture of conversation and communication with each other. And you can do that early on by just sharing your preferences. Which I think is part of the whole, are men more afraid to commit to women than women? It's like, no, 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 no. Human beings in general, just because you're so you're so quick to commit to somebody uh-huh. doesn't mean that you're not also, because that would mean that I'm like, oh, then you're afraid of abandonment. It's mm. not that some people could be afraid of commitment because it's a loss of identity. And like, it's mostly people, if you're, if you're somebody either avoidant or dismissive like, or disorganized, if you have yeah. both, it could be women too. I know plenty of really avoidant women that are fucking terrified of getting into a relationship because totally. they know what it means. They have to be vulnerable and show parts of themselves. And 
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Mm-hmm. That's the thing too with anxious attachers. Just because you're not afraid of commitment doesn't mean that you're, you, that just because you meet on two dates and now you want to get into a relationship yeah. that that's healthy either. Because that's not coming from this person's fucking amazing. I love it. Look, we started out loving ice cream. Then we realized we like different flavors. Then we compromised. Then we had conversations. This is why I want to be with them. Like you said, it's just, yeah, we like the same things. Cool. Thinking that's all it takes to be in a relationship. And it's like, no, that's why a few months later you blink your eye and go, do I even like this person? Or they end up, there's a disconnect because you weren't, you were chasing a feeling. You weren't actually going after the person. Because if I replace them with any other person, you wouldn't even be sad that that person's not there. hundred percent. I do have kind of a burning question for you. Okay. And I know, obviously, um, I mean, we uh, spoiler alert for anyone who watches and listens to me. I fucked my boyfriend on the first date. So this is going to (laughs) be, but the big E question is the whole intimacy thing. The like, If I hook up with him on the first day, I'm going to be too easy and he's not going to respect me and he's not going to like me. So I need to make him wait. Mm-hmm. The male perspective on that, because I've heard uh, a few and I always laugh when I hear it. I'll say it right now. It don't matter. It, it, it really doesn't matter. I, yeah. I, I have multi-year partnerships that started with a Tinder hookup. Literally the first night, Mash swiped that night, met up at the bar, hooked up that night. And guess what? We got breakfast the next day. Because I was like, this fucking woman is awesome. And I'm like, here's the thing. We, at a certain point, like men, we go on dates and dates and dates. And there are women that we see and it's like, oh, no, I don't really like them. I'm not going to see them again. Or women, well, we don't really like them, but they're hot. So we'll, you know, we'll maybe we'll do, you know, whatever casual. And then, uh, and then there's women like, oh, wow, she stands out. She's dope. This is a connection. Like this is a connection and she's gorgeous and she's this. And yeah, you've kind of fallen to the idea of it, but you get excited and so I, I, I'm totally like, I don't think it matters. I do think like if you are going to put yourself in that position, it has to be for you and you have to right. feel good after the fact. Like if you feel like if that is something that could happen or if they leave and it's going to emotionally devastate you, then listen to yourself. Don't do it. And but either way, the guy's going to like you. I Like I've been I have uh, dated women who have uh, hooked up with me the first night and I've dated women who has like waited i waited three months but it's because i liked them so it doesn't really matter if we see someone that we view as something that is valuable and something that we want to you know hold on to and what we want to dive in after we know it's rare so then we'll go after and we'll act correct and that's why i like i really want people to hear this women to hear this because this allows you to open up and share your preferences and how you honestly are and feel because if they like you they're willing to do the work but you have to present moments of effort for them to do that. If you just act perfect, 
there's nothing for them to truly know if they really care about you. They have to learn to love you. So bring up, like, if he's not texting you enough, like, well, he's not texting me enough, then just casually bring up, like, hey, I love your morning text messages. When you did, brightens my freaking day. I would love it if you sent, like, sent me, like, some more morning text messages. Oh, my God, this chick's awesome. I don't want to lose her because if I lose her, I see the guys that are at the club and I see the girls grinding at the bars and I like her now. So I don't want her grinding on other dudes and having dudes like hook up with her and stuff. So it's like, okay, I'm going to text her. Maybe I won't be perfect, but at least there's some sort of effort. And now we have like, like at least you see they're putting an effort at least. Okay. He likes me. He's putting in some effort. And then you could kind of build that parameter through that. So kind of what we're talking about, I think that's a big thing. But no, it doesn't freaking matter. Yeah. No, because I think it's at the end of the day, I'm like, it's about their intentions. Like my partner who said, he was like, when I met you, he's like, I wanted a relationship. I was ready for it. And he was like, when I met you, he was like, fuck, yeah. the questions you asked on the first date, he's like, I knew kind of what you said. He was like, when you left, I went, that's somebody I have it. I have not met a woman like this. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, and I said, when did you start taking me seriously? He was like, when you moved here, he was like, other than that, I thought we were just enjoying ourselves. He was yeah. like, but I, you know, I thought because he's like, I didn't want to do LA to San Diego. And he was like, but then when you signed the lease, he was like, game on. He was like, let's fucking go. I'm not going to let this. And it was the same thing when I said, Hey, you know, I want to text a little more. He was like, cool. I'm not going to go overboard. Like I'm not going to text you every day, but let's find happy medium. Yeah. That's how I knew. Cool. I could express myself to this person. I could do, but I will say for all of my girls out there that are unsure, when do you sleep with someone? When do you not? Like you said, it has to be for you. If you're doing it to control the situation, I don't want him to look at me in a bad light. Mm-hmm. Done. I yeah. don't, I want to make sure he sticks around. Baby, I've waited two months to sleep with someone and then the <laughs> next day they end it. Like, let's not pretend as if this, somebody doesn't still have free fucking will. Exactly. But I think a reality is, is two things. Intimacy is part of a relationship. We cannot mm-hmm. pretend that you're not going to have sex when you're dating somebody. And that for me, it's really important. I don't want somebody that like, we're not compatible in that way. Exactly. And secondly, just because though, that you hook up with a guy on a first or second date doesn't mean that you should ever shame or blame yourself if it doesn't work out, but also needs to be where you leave saying, I'm a woman that it needs. I wanted to explore this. I had a good time. This person doesn't owe you anything. This person doesn't guarantee anything. You are a grown ass adult who made a decision. Yes. Yes. And, and, and enjoy the dating game. Enjoy it. Like you get to enjoy it. Like I always try to tell people, like, step into a space of gratitude. You get to be in the process of going on dates and having people, like, connecting with human beings and and being able to, like, fall in a moment. Like, I feel so connected with this person. This is such a beautiful moment. Let's just do the damn thing. Let's bump some bellies and have fun. And even if it's mediocre, you got to just get wrapped up in this emotional moment with this person. Even if you never see him again, we're all going to be old, dusty, and gray one day. You're going to look back and think of these, like, oh, man, Sebastian, when I did that trip to Portugal. Ooh-wee! like that is what you're gonna think on and you're gonna you're gonna like so like enjoy the process and step into gratitude as well like but again it has to be for you like i like like you said uh so so don't like don't beat yourself up with that too but again it comes back to a space of like do you got you do you love you do you know you matter even after this person walks away like that's the big thing because yeah i can't they they don't they don't define it's like nobody defines you Okay, yeah. here's my last question. My burning question before we wrap it up is something that I think a lot of people ask, and I'm sure you're not going to be shocked when I ask you this. Okay. He likes a bunch of social media models and he follows a bunch of OnlyFans girls <laughs> or he likes a bunch of, he has, you know, I get this every day. Like the guy I'm dating liked a, a photo of a girl with her boobs out. Should I say something? It bothers me. Now to me, I don't read into social media like that. Yeah. I don't I don't watch what my partner photo what photos he likes. Yeah. I understand that men are visual creatures. I understand that sometimes you're when a guy is 
taking a shit and he's looking at memes, he doesn't want to engage in a conversation with you. Just because you text him doesn't mean that he has to hop off everything he's doing to then engage with you. Mm-hmm. And it's an understanding that like, oh, I don't know, maybe this person's just fucking busy and maybe they just like have things that day and they'll get back to you when it, it's never just one text. So let's stop pretending right. like it is. But I'd love your thoughts on like the people that are struggling with the guys that are on social media. What do you do in that case? Because I actually don't even know. How do you how do you handle it? And then from you as a man, how do you receive that? Oof, I'm glad you hit on this because I get this a lot, too. I'm sure we get a lot of similar things. And, and, and social media is the new normal. It's a part of the new normal. Like like what like everyone sees it differently. Like like you said it perfectly, like social media is like whatever to me. I don't care. But other people are like, oh, my God, I that like that this girl's photo and like the photo and all that. And it's funny because like, you know, I, I love the switcheroo. So here's the fun, like the funny thing is like I post content for women and I see all their issues and problems and, and struggles, but I receive content from men, but it's both in the dating space. So I see, I see the struggles of women. And then I look in the comments of the men content and the struggles of men in terms of women. So, and I see videos of like, well, a woman's like, well, he can't like girls' photos. That is yeah. cheating to me. That is not okay. And then the guy's like, well, do you post like photos on social media? I'm like, yeah, for like my likes and stuff. And I'm like, do you get how that's the same? Right. So what if he told you to stop making content then? Because you know what he's, well, no, it's different. So that you got to kind of call yourself on that. But I think it's like everyone sees it differently. So OnlyFans, is OnlyFans cheating? That's a big question, too. Some people see it as cheating. Other people don't. But you don't know until you have the conversation about it. I think social media is that new plane of this era of dating where you should sit down with this future partner and say, what are the lines? What are the lines? What is inappropriate? What triggers us? What hurts us? And 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 know that we have to give ourselves some grace in this space because it's literally in front of us all the time and all that. Because he may not want you to post scandalous photos in your two-piece. But if you are like, screw you, I like that, whatever, good for you. That's your preference and you guys don't align. And you guys are going to keep butting heads and keep creating fights and whatever. If you don't want him to follow booty forward content creators, okay, that's your preference. But step right. into that. And if he if he's like, no, I love my booty forward content creators, then that's how you know you guys don't vibe. But you have to have that conversation of like, okay, what is our culture of this relationship that we're trying to build? And what what lines of social are we not going to cross? And when we do cross it, we're going to create an open space of conversation. Because I, I would say this, like, this is the biggest thing that men need. This like, if you want to communicate with a guy, this is what makes it so much easier. Just be super like direct of what actions you want them to take. I don't want to read your mind. I don't want to process these feelings. Like, I don't want to like figure it out, like mine your mind and stress to find the solution myself. I want you to come to me and say, listen, this really upsets me in this way. This makes me feel this type of way. It, I would really appreciate it if you did this specific action, that specific action, this specific inaction. That would mean a lot to me. Great. Like yeah. dudes, like, Women are amazing because you guys, it's like a computer. You guys have 18 different tabs open at once. Men just have one, like one at a time. That's all we could process. Football, food, (laughs) uh, girlfriend, friends. We're only thinking of one thing. We're not thinking about anything else until we're looking at it. So when you bring, when you shut down and get upset or whatever, like, oh, fuck, I'm playing video games. I'm like, okay, my brain, now I have to disrupt this tab and focus on the, like, ah. But like, if you just come make it super smooth and say, babe, I just really would appreciate if you do this, done. I could do that. Just make it easy for me, you know? Yeah. Cause then it's like, we get stressed out and then we get upset. And then it's this whole long term thing. That's why I say just do emotional check ins, 
create non-negotiable moments of just sitting down and just sharing, yo, this is this is why you're amazing, but these are some things I would really appreciate and that I love. And okay. then you guys do that versa versa. So that's like the biggest thing. Make it streamlined and easy. That's like to me when I'm communicating, I'll always start with like, hey, can I share something with you? Making sure that this person can switch to that tab of like, yeah. sometimes my partner will literally stop and he's like, okay, I'm good now. Like I can see he's putting that tab aside and turning to me. And then I'll start exactly. with, you know, something positive. Like, hey, you know, I care about you. This is not coming from a place of anger or hurt. Then I go into, but I was really triggered. Like, let's say it's the social media thing. I get really triggered when I see you like photos of all these women. And then why? Because it makes me feel really insecure. It makes me feel like, is this what you'd mm -hmm. rather have than me? And for, and if that's not the case, that's okay. But then moving forward, I would ask that you don't follow women like that, or at least engage in their profile, because then that still makes me feel as if you want that over me. And I want to yeah. make sure that you are happy with our relationship. Oof, that's God, it. Like that's, that's it. That's, that's it. it. And, and did you notice his processing time? Like, like you're a freaking MacBook pro 2024. We're in windows 95 and dial up. It's true. It just give us that time to okay i'm there what's up just give us that we're 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 human be we're both human beings but we're, men are a little different so just give us that because i know guys can get defensive or whatever like well he was watching the football game and he got upset with me i'm like oh, he's watching the football game just right. sets a schedule time like babe i would love to talk like not even like i let him enjoy the game don't even say let's have a talk because he's like oh fuck i have to talk after yeah. this but like let him watch the game and then after it's done be like okay he's allowed to be present let's create a space of presence so you could get all of him so he's not distracted or whatever, whatever and he should do the same for you again this should be a reciprocal kind of thing but yeah that's that's a big thing I'm, i love that you said like yeah i saw him like da -da 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 -da, and like had a load download load and then he and then he got with it yeah but that's that's a big thing i can literally yeah. see it in his eyes i'm like i'm like sometimes yeah. like, he'll be watching football he'll pause it look at me and he's like can you repeat that please and i'm like yeah. okay cool like i know what i'm dealing with and that's i think at the end of the day like that's a healthy relation that's a journey that's and that's also having compassion for your partner that it's not exactly. all about my needs and what i'm not getting fulfilled it's like what about them what about if you're mm -hmm. constantly if you're constantly fucking nitpicking at every little fucking thing this person does but yet you want him to open up to you you haven't created a safe space for him to do that you've now created a space where this guy's going nothing i do is right cool everything yeah. i do is going to hurt her and she's still not even articulating to me so that's right. also part of it is like you want to be in a secure relationship we have to show up and take ownership of hey this bothers me and this hurts me mm -hmm. dude this mm -hmm. was i wish we could keep going i wish i know like, that's so much fun oh i my know God, I freaking love it dude. thank yeah. you so much dude where can people find you how can they work with you i'll put everything in the show notes but just in general how can they find you yes yes so sabrina again thank you so much like you are so freaking necessary and, and you got to share a bit of your story, and I'm sure your listeners know your story too. But when you told me your story and you just just were so honest and raw from the jump, I was like, damn, we getting into it. And when you're on my show, and I, I think it's it's just so beautiful. You're like, I love giving people their flowers, and especially the grinders and the hustlers, because you guys get I know we're in tunnel vision. So it's like where you able where you were able to be in life, business, all that, and what you're able to transform it into and to help so many people in the process. God, I'm so happy. I just so happy you exist and and just don't stop, please. Just don't stop, please. Do us a favor and just don't stop. Um, and uh, yeah, so where you could find me is uh, it's all all my social is it's Eli Vasquez, um, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all that. 
Uh, and then, yeah, I do personal development coaching. So um, I have an eight-week heartbreak to baddie boot camp. If you're heartbroken, if you're trying to gain perspective and growth like never before, this is the no BS dating personal development wellness program where you work with me personally. So I do that for eight weeks. And then also one-on-ones. Uh, you can ask me questions via email. And then I'm launching my podcast in January 2024, which Sabrina is on. So you get really a freaking excited for that. So follow me on all the social. I'm all about giving value, love, and keeping it real. So perfect. Yeah. And I'll everything will be linked in the show notes. So nobody has to go too far. But yeah. dude, thank you again so much for being on. Thank you for being you. And thank you for helping to tr- contribute to this community. We are so fucking grateful for you. Woo! Appreciate you. Thanks. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.